Hi, I'm Miles and Henry. And I'm Ryan Myers. And welcome to The Tip-Off. The Tip-Off is brought to you by DHSPress.com. Check out many podcasts and articles. A podcast like this one, check out Down to the Wire by Varun Shakur on DHSPress.com. We'd also like to thank our other sponsor, Subway and the Great Falls Plaza. Try their Subway sliders and mix and match a variety of options all at Subway. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they are good. Anyways, what's our topic today, Ryan? All right, so the NBA is coming down to the final stretch. There's about 20-ish games left for every team in mm-hmm. the league. And um, we wanted to talk about some of the stuff that's been relevant lately that could lead towards the playoffs yeah. in a way. So it's it's it's... It's interesting to see all the kind of stuff. I know we usually uh, have one big topic and uh, usually debate it, but uh, we kind of want to have this new kind of mini mini series. Not that's really a series. That's just like yeah. we different type of episodes. Yeah, we usually post two times a week. At least we've been doing that. And we want one of our posts uh, every week to be segmented, keeping up with the NBA, Yeah. which is when we talk about the current events in the NBA that are happening um, in the past week. Yeah. Uh, we made one, uh, but we didn't post it. <laughs> all time so this is our second go at it this is week one uh it is march 5th yeah currently. As of right now so we were talking about the last week and uh pre- like what's gonna happen in the future some relevant stuff yeah some yeah stuff that is relevant right now uh first thing i'm gonna talk about is my guy okay my guy lonzo ball yeah you're a lakers fan so your guy that you traded away okay okay Again, I mean, for Anthony Davis. Uh, i don't know so. yeah anthony davis okay we're not gonna get into that right we're gonna talk about lonzo and how okay. he's been yeah. doing he is not a bust no, no, I don't think people would did call him a bust, but I think this year no one can People call him still a bust. do call him a bust. I understand he's a second pick and, and he got all this hype around him. And did he live up to the hype he was getting? No. I don't believe that he lived up to the hype, but I think he's getting there. Well, that I would, think, that would, that's unfair, though, because it's not like the hype that he created for himself. It was the hype that his dad created for him. Yeah. And that's out, that was out of his control. I don't think it was like hype that like was, was, was Zion. It's purely just like his hype. But with Lonzo, it was like his family's yeah, hype. Yeah, his family's hype. They had like, <laughs> yeah, they have a TV show. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And it's like, it's not even like about Lonzo specifically. It's about the whole family. So it's like, it's unfair to Lonzo to like give him all this hype and give yeah. him all this like downplay. Like, oh, he didn't live to the hype when like it wasn't his hype that he made for himself to begin with. Yeah, uh, so. he's improving in every stat. Last year, he averaged about 10 points, 5 assists, and 5 rebounds it was it was an okay year again he's still trying to get used to the league and he was on the lakers i think he really found a place in new orleans yeah uh, no he's been playing a lot better over his last five games he's averaging like 17 8 and 7 yeah so, i mean those are really good numbers for him when he played dallas last night he dropped 25 11 and 6 on 9 for 19 from the field uh and then the night before that when they played minnesota he only had 33 minutes which is still a good amount. But, yeah. Uh, he dropped 26 points, nine for 12 shooting, five rebounds, and eight assists. And he's, in both games, he hit um he hit five threes. Yeah, he's been shooting There's a lot five, a lot three, better. Seven, his his new release looks natural. It doesn't look um because at first when he was trying out his new release, it kind of looked forced. Well, I mean the the main thing about it is like he changed it because on the for the beginning of his shot, it was like on the left side of his body, and he moved it up to the right yeah, side. Yeah, it was of his a face. lot like a like a slingshot that went yeah. to the right. You know, his, yeah. his feet weren't even towards the basket when he shot; they were to the left. Yeah, but now his feet are like towards the basket, and it starts on the right side and goes straight up now. So it's like a it's like it's like a normal is, jump shot. It's somewhat. It's not completely normal, but it's still closer to normal. So now we can actually like. And he's taller than yeah. most guards because he's at six six. And he always he always had a fast release. Release never slow. Even no, when no, he did the same I mean. shot. But now it helps him like shoot like over guys. Like yesterday he hit a three like over Seth Curry, and he probably wouldn't yeah. be able to hit that if it started like on the left side of his face. But it's like it's easier for him to knock down I mean, shots. Now. I'm always so, gonna miss the 
the old Lonzo jumper, you know? Like, nah, you just go to bad. the court. Yeah, it was bad, but, like, I like that he was the only person in the league who had a jumper like that that was somewhat succeeding, you know? Uh, I wouldn't say succeeding. I mean, he only shot, like, low. He shot low to mid-30s his first couple years from three. So, I mean, it's not like he was a uh, bad three-point shooter, but it wasn't like he it was, like was a Sean, so It was like a Sean Marion type. Somebody who can knock down threes, but it wasn't his main part of his game. And yeah, it, yeah. I, I still don't think it's really a main part of his game. I think he has to focus on uh, getting on the inside more. No, it's not. But I mean, I think it's important for him to um to be able to shoot the threes because their team is super athletic, but doesn't have that much shooting. Yes. So it's important for him to be able to knock down shots that he can open up space for guys like Zion or Brandon Ingram. Because now, like though, I saw um a couple YouTube videos on it from uh, Jimmy X High Roller. I don't know if you know who that yeah, is. Yeah, I know Jimmy. But he X made he made a um a video about Lonzo and how like him being able to shoot threes opens up space for so many more people now. Like there was this one play where. He got the pass from Derek Favors on the wing, and there was like a guy in the Trailblazers had to close out on him on his right side because he can yeah. shoot on the right side now with his face. Mm-hmm. So Alonzo stepped in on the left side and went inside towards the basket, mm-hmm. drew a help defender, and kicked it out on the other side wing for uh, yeah. Brandon Ingram, and he knocked down a three. I like do his think shooting uh, has helped him a lot and helped the team a lot over the last few games. I do think that the Pelicans are really going to be something next year. Uh, with Zion on the floor, the Pelicans are doing much better because he's a very good asset to the team. Uh, not only with his scoring and his rebounding, but he creates space. When he gets on the floor, he can uh, pass out the shooters uh, like Josh Hart. He draws, he draws so many defenders that it's like you have to – send more than one guy to contain him. Yeah. And when you do that, it leaves open. It leaves guys open that can knock down shots. So I think it's actually really beneficial for yeah. the whole team. Uh, they have a guy like Zion now to like that draws so much attention from these. Yeah, obviously, defenders. this year is not the Pelicans. I don't even think next year is, is like the Pelicans' year year. But well, I, think, I think they'll make the playoffs next year. Yeah, yeah. I with just, Zion, I with Zion healthy the whole year because they've been looking really good this year with him. Even though they've lost some games to teams that I think they should beat, they're still like doing well. Wow, they'll like, make the playoffs next year, but I don't think that they're gonna contend. Um, they're no, really, no they're really young. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be a decent team, but they're not gonna. Like, the fact that they have, great. they have so many like potential superstars on their team at such a young age together, which is why I love the Lakers when they had like the likes of Kuz and Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, and Zubac on the same team. Even though we didn't really have any star potential, it's just that all the young players together and watching them grow together. Kobe said something about that. Rest in peace. Uh, he said something about he wanted. He was on the Jimmy Fallon show, yeah. and he said he didn't want them to split apart because he loved the talent and potential that they had together. Yeah. Um, I am not mad or sad at how the Lakers have be, uh, become ever since losing them because <laughs> obviously they have first in the yeah. West. They have Anthony Davis, so, the best big. Uh, no, so. no, ain't no complaints. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I just think, I think that the Pelicans really have something, and and I like them. I like I like watching them play, and I like I, I would love. To see them grow into a contending championship team soon. Yeah. Uh, another team that's been playing well lately, the Houston Rockets. Their new style of play is actually working. Yeah, the small ball Rockets are doing much better than And it's been on the back of Russell Westbrook, not James Harden. And I think that's important because with um, the whole reason why they even made the trade in the first place, because Harden loved Clint Capella. With playing with Clint Capella, he had a guy he could lob the ball up to, run pick and rolls, and he could get his shot off regardless with or without Capella on the floor. But with Westbrook, he can't shoot well. And you saw at the beginning of the year, he was trying to shoot threes and force jump shots, but he's not a good three-point shooter. So when they traded Capella, and now they have running five outs, Mm-hmm. It's just Westbrook isoing guys up top, and he can get to the bucket whenever he wants on whoever he wants, and he's been playing amazing because of it. He's averaging like over thirty a game. People are putting him in MVP talks. 
yeah. this late in the year because of how well he's been doing with the Rockets. I think he got completely um, done dirty. He didn't win Western Conference Player of the Month. They gave it to LeBron. I mean, I, no, ain't no complaints, man. He definitely should not have <laughs> given it. That definitely should not have been given to LeBron. But I do think that... Um, Westbrook Westbrook has benefited by far the most from the small ball lineup, and they need him to be really he good is, if they want to contend. He is playing, I think, as the best. I mean, if you don't count LeBron as a guard, I think he's, he's a, the, he's a, he's a forward. He, they okay. run they run two guards on the okay, side. Yeah. Well, then he then Westbrook's the best guard in the league right now. Yes, right now he's playing like the best guard in the league, and that includes James Harden, who is a monster at scoring but the past few games just Westbrook has been averaging what like near 30 almost over 30 yeah over 30 um and he's he's not getting a triple double anymore i think he's done with that stat padding or if, if it was stat padding i mean i don't think he because before on the thunder he felt like he needed to kind of stat pad because they couldn't win without it mm-hmm. but with this it's like he doesn't need to do that anymore yeah. he can just he can just get buckets and that's like really good for him because that's what he's that's really people like to say he's such a great passer and playmaker but he's not that good of a passer uh, or a playmaker. he's just he's just, <laughs> he's just a guy that can get buckets and now he that's his only job is to get buckets they um over the last few games the um the rockets over the last 10 they're seven and three they did lose to the knicks but yeah, that was, I that, that was not the second game the of a back-to-back but they beat the celtics in ot they beat the Grizzlies, beat the Knicks the first time. The Jazz Warriors. I mean, these aren't amazing teams, but they're not bad teams either. I don't want to take out Harden from the equation of winning games, even though Westbrook is doing great. Harden still, he dropped 35 against the Knicks with a loss. So I, I feel like he, he's still playing well, and he still has that scoring ability. He's averaging 35 points a game, 6-7. and seven. Um, It's just the fact that he misses a lot of shots. Westbrook was usually the same. He usually misses a lot of shots. They but, both miss so many yeah, shots. But the past few games, Westbrook has been shooting pretty consistently. He hasn't been shooting as much, but he's been getting buckets. No, but I mean, like, you see in the like in games where it's close against the Celtics, Westbrook was the one that won them the game. Harden only had 21 against the Celtics, like their last game they won in overtime. 7 for 24 from the field, 4 for 17 from 3. Westbrook, on the other hand, Stepped up really, really well, and it was like watching him play. It was, it was almost like it was his team. Like if you only, if you didn't know anything about basketball until watching that game, you would think it was Westbrook's team, not Harden. Westbrook had forty-one that game, sixteen for twenty-seven, only shot two threes and had forty-one points. I love to see. Yeah, that um, Westbrook uh, really changed Rockets basketball. Uh, I think he's the sole reason they went small ball because, like we said, when Zion create space uh, on the Pelicans when he drives in. Same with Westbrook. No one can guard him when he gets in that spot, so they have to bring they have to close in people. And the Rockets are shooters. Before before they had Westbrook, all they did was rely on the three. And the small ball Rockets with their five out now because they're so small, big guys can't guard them, right? Their only struggle is defense, and even on that end, they're not doing that bad. I don't know how. I mean, I think that... It's like rebounding now is a team thing because of all the threes. It's not like before, back in like the early days of basketball, yeah, where you needed a big to be under the basket getting boards. Now it's like you can have guys that are like guards scoop in and get rebounds. Yeah, yeah. like like they're longer because there's more threes. Um, but I do also think that it's like it's yeah the shooting has been amazing for them, and it's hard because it's hard for teams to throw bigs out there when it's like oh well he can't guard like. 
the paint and like get the perimeter. Mm-hmm. I think that this is a good thing for the regular season. In the playoffs, I think when the game slows down, it yeah, might I was, be easier to I was, solve. I was thinking about that. I don't think that the Rockets are going to do very well in the playoffs because regular season right now is like one game out of the next. But in the playoffs, it's like you have a whole have, series. Yeah, you have, and a, whole you have a whole series to prepare for a team too. Yeah. I think it's going to be really tough like, for them. Even to if the Rockets win a few games off the bat, when teams start analyzing the small ball and watching film of the game and and just just getting ready. I don't think the Rockets are going to get past maybe for like they're going to get past first. I don't think they're going to get past the second round. It depends who they play in the first round. I think they'll get past the first round. Regardless, NBA teams are smart. No, but I mean that's what I'm saying. Like in a seven game series, they have all their chips in on small ball, and once a team figures out how to stop that, they have no offense. So, and they have to rely on Harden and Westbrook to just chuck up shots, and hopefully they knock them. I don't win them a couple games. I think I think they'll probably win the first round. But a team like they're not they're not getting past either LA team with the small ball line just because of the defensive like prowess and how good both teams are. Uh, the game, um, the Rocket team, the Rockets played a couple of days ago. The Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum has been playing very very well. Yeah, yeah, I'm Tatum's very crazy. impressed. He's crazy. <laughs> Kemba Walker was out for a few games and he stepped up hard yeah, in the, in West the month Coast of February, which just passed. He was averaging thirty points. Yeah. He was looking like the second best small forward in the league after you know, my guy. Not, be, <laughs> no, I'm not even trying to be biased, but no. But the fact is, he he's looking crazy. He's he's been very efficient, and the way he's been scoring, it's not like other guys where you see Harden. It's just like dribble, dribble, step back three, dribble, dribble, drive. Yeah, he doesn't dribble with, as with, much with as Jason before. Tatum. He dribbles, but he can create his own shot in so many ways. He'll come off a screen, knock down a three. He'll ISO you. Push off, sidestep, shoot a midi from the mid-range area. He can get to the basket on you, too, and dunk on you. He's a guy that can score on all three levels really efficient. And he's been scoring in isolation as well as anybody in the league over the past, like, couple weeks. Mm -hmm. So if he can play like that come playoff time, those are Jason Tatum, the way he's been playing, those are the guys you need to step up come playoff time. And they need to be able to play like that in the playoffs, and he's been playing great. It was after the All-Star break. I don't know who talked to him or who gave him some type of steroid, but he's been going crazy. Uh, I watched him. I watched the Celtics play the Cavs yesterday, and that was my favorite game, watching Jason Tatum play. And I'm a Lakers fan. I don't usually watch Celtics games, but I, I was watching because of Jason Tatum. Yeah. And his passing was phenomenal. Yeah, his passing. he's known as a passer because they've had to start trapping him more because they can't guard him one-on-one. <laughs> so they have to start trapping him more, and that leads to, of course, more um, – Passing opportunities for his teammates who are really skilled. So I mean, and he's rebounding well too. Uh, regular season, he's averaging twenty three seven and three. Doesn't seem that good, but the past uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, he's been averaging thirty two points. Uh, he's been getting thirty two, thirty two, thirty three, thirty six, forty one, twenty eight. He's been going off, and they haven't been losing uh, very often. So I mean, yeah, they've been kind of up and down as a whole. I think that's because Kemba. But, like, Marcus Morris stepped up. He's played well, too. He had a 27 against the Clippers a couple weeks ago. Um, but, I mean, I think it's just, like, the whole the whole team has been looking um, a lot better. Yeah, so the the Celtics up, are only— Although they haven't had Kemba for a couple games. Yeah, the Celtics are only one game away from getting that two-seed over the Raptors. The Bucks have it in the bag. I don't think that they're going to uh, lose their spot. But uh. speaking of the Bucks, though, they lost bad to the Heat. And yeah. it was the second game of a back-to-back, but Giannis did not look himself that game. Right, and again, Bam Adebayo had a really, really good performance on him defensively. He clamped him up good. I was very happy with that 
with that performance by the Heat. Again, I just think their ball movement and their um they're not one player star success is amazing. Uh the Bucks do have great ball movement as well, but they have Giannis Antetokounmpo, the almost for sure MVP this year. Um the Heat have Jimmy Butler, Ben Adebayo, and like a bunch of rookies. They're still playing well all together. Uh I think their coach is a big part of it, as I said. I love their coach. I yeah, really I love do. how they play. Yeah, and I do think I do think the Heat. Uh, I think they might get the third seed. It really depends if the Raptors keep losing. I don't think that's gonna happen though. I think the Raptors yeah. are gonna take the third seed. Uh, but I do want the Heat to succeed. They're my favorite team in the East. They always have been because of D Wade. Uh, yeah. I mean, I really like the, the Heat as a whole. I don't think they're gonna work in the playoffs though because I think that their team is really young. And you need guys you can go to to like win the games in the line. I just and they only have Butler. They mm-hmm. only have they and Butler. He's a closer, but he's not an elite closer. You know what I mean? Uh, I disagree. Like, I think that their defense is gonna win them games. Uh, yeah. They are very underrated on their defensive end. Uh, I mean, their defense is really good, but so is like all the other teams in the East. I don't know how they're gonna. Uh, score I understand that. Uh, these good teams. I don't the, think that their the IQ. I mean, their IQ should be really high if they're playing with like. This much talent on their team because they're not they're not that talented, they're not that though. talented. So I think that their IQ and their passing and everything that they're doing, uh, they're doing something right because they're winning games and they're doing well in the East as a brand new team. Yeah, and they don't have like like the Lakers are a brand new team in their first in the East. It's not the and the first in the West. It's not the same thing as what the Heat are doing because the Heat do not have nearly as much talent. They don't have as many veterans as the Lakers do, and. They just have young players. They don't have LeBron. They don't have AD. But they're a new team that's succeeding. Obviously, if the Heat were on the West, they would not be doing as well because the West is, like, stacked. It's crazy. Everybody yeah. on the West is, like, on steroids. That's the second time I said steroids this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I like the Heat. Don't get me wrong. They're a good team. I just don't see their success translating into the playoffs. And I don't know if it's just, like, they have they're really good defensively. I'll give them that. I really like their I really like their like their heart and their like and their motto. But they don't have talent. And ultimately in the playoffs, talent like wins games for the most part. And they don't really have as much as that as other teams like the Raptors or the Celtics or the Bucks yeah, or their even team. like even the Sixers who are not playing well lately. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll get they've been that. injured, so, I mean, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, uh, I, I, I feel like the Heat are a team you have to believe in. You know, they're an underdog team that I really want to see do well in the playoffs. I would love seeing them in a championship and, and sadly getting crushed by the Lakers, but I would love to see them in the championship. I mean, the Lakers aren't going to the championship, but that's yeah, that's, I, that's completely different. Yeah, okay. Ah, 2-0, baby. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. Um, we were just talking about the Sixers. Why don't we get into that? Yeah, yeah. The Sixers, they they had some bad injuries. They lost the Clippers-Lakers. I'm not surprised by that, but they Joel Embiid's out right now, and he'll be back in a couple weeks, hopefully, but he's injured so much that it's actually, like, it's really worrisome for, like, anybody that would even think about, even if it doesn't work out, and they might want to look to trade mm. Joel Embiid. He's been injured so much. How much is he worth? Because he's of still all worth injuries. a lot. I mean, no, yeah, I'm not saying he's not worth a lot, but like, he's he's worth a lot of guys. But the injuries, like, it's, be, it's when do you think dropping. he'll be back? He'll be back in a couple weeks. Is it just his finger? Is it, is no, it still it's his a, finger? It's a, this is um, it's just like his shoulder. Oh yeah, you know he'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, I don't know if they really want to play in the first round of the playoffs. It really depends who they play, but they're a lower seed. They're gonna have to because yeah, they're, they're, they're a lower six seeds. Seed. They're gonna have to play. Like the well, I mean, everybody the on the East is pretty close. They're only three games apart for the four, five, and six seed. Uh, the yeah, Sixers still have ten healthy, games on though. the Nets. They're not healthy though. 
Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to be a six seed or a five seed. I mean, if we're talking about seeds in the East, I kind of want to fade away from the Sixers. I understand all of them are injured, but the Wizards are in ninth. They're yeah, but they're not gonna away. they're not gonna make it back because they're a lot of games back with not that many games left, and they're not good enough to win that many games in a row to like get back over the Magic. Yeah, yeah, okay, I I agree with that. The Magic have five games on them and four less losses. The Wizards, yeah, uh, I just I feel bad for Bradley Beal, and I know we talked about that a little bit in the last podcast, but he does not get enough recognition for what he does every game for them. Yeah, it's like his team is all him. And he's, I mean, he signed the max contract, so, I mean, he kind of signed up for this. But when but John Wall know. comes back next year, no, when John Wall comes back next year, I think they'll be a lot better. But there. John Wall's not going to be the same player. Even he's when still he going to be good, though. He, but he, no, when he was playing, he was a superstar caliber point guard. And that then was he got injured, the and league. then he came back for a little bit, and he wasn't playing at that superstar caliber level. And then he, he got injured bad, again. Though. He was playing at sub, like, maybe all-star yeah, level. Yeah, when, when he came back, he was, I don't think he was all-star level. I think it was Eric Blesko, like, subpar star level, not all-star level. But he, when he came back, he wasn't playing the same. And then he fell down the stairs and hurt himself. An NBA, think about it, an NBA player fell down the stairs and hurt himself. No, I mean, it, it, I mean he was already, like, somewhat injured, so if he just re, like, aggravated an injury. Yeah, but but like, with the Sixers, though, that's a whole. Like, we'll get. We'll get back. Bradley Beal is averaging thing. thirty points, four rebounds, six six on forty five percent from the field. Forty five percent from the field, which is really, really good for the amount he is shooting on his team because of the utter, not like what's the opposite of talent? Um, I don't know. Not talent they have on their team. Yeah, they have. They have no talent on that team. That that's a whole other thing. Though. I, f- I, don't, I don't. I don't. I feel so bad for him. I hope I hope the Wizards do something good in the offseason and get more guys. Yeah, a big thing that's happening right now uh, that was just talked about. I think the announcement came out yesterday or maybe a few days ago. What? Curry. Oh yeah, he's coming back. He's coming back. Yeah. Uh, he did miss the All Star weekend, and the Warriors are not making the playoffs. I don't even know why he's coming back at this. point. I mean, I think it's like it's good to see him back, and I think maybe they want to get him like reps in before the next season, and that there's plenty of time to do that over the summer and like in the preseason, but I don't know. I mean, I kind of I think it's good for basketball to have him back, but I think it's not good for the Warriors to like try to bring him back. I think he wants to be back though. I think the Warriors it's like they're like, "Okay, Curry, are you sure you want to play?" and he's like, "Yes, I really want to play." type thing. It's not like the Warriors are like, "All right, you're healthy, you should play now." He's like, "All right, cool, I'll play." It's yeah, like no, the Curry. Wa- I know he wants to play and the Warriors the Warriors are like, "You don't have to play if you don't want to." He's like, "I know, but I want to play." Curry is a symbol for the Warriors. And not only is he a symbol for the Warriors, he's a symbol for the NBA at this point. Um what? He's been an All-Star for 6 years and it just felt wrong not seeing him in the All-Star game, and not seeing the NBA just felt weird. Not only did the Warriors dynasty end, half the players from the Warriors dynasty either left or got injured. Clay got injured. Curry got injured. KD is injured. Just not seeing any of them playing the I don't league. even think Draymond's playing right now. Yeah, not even, like, like, I know they're not on the same team anymore, but just not, like, that's weird itself, and not seeing them play the league, just, it's yeah, odd, it's a man. hole for the NBA without the Warriors right now. But they'll be back next year. I think they'll be really good. I'm excited to watch. I'm probably going to watch that game tonight and watch Curry come back. Of course. Everybody's going to watch Curry come back. If it's he's coming back game, I mean, his hand is... And it, it, it better be 100% too. early. I don't... I don't like I didn't like the Warriors when they were winning all these games, but I really liked watching Curry play. Yeah, everybody liked watching Curry play. He yeah. was amazing for basketball. So he better be fully healthy because I would hate he's one of those players that you don't like like per se, but you like him as a person. You want him to succeed. And I know what he has, like he already has. But I just don't want I, I, his hand better be fully healthy. I don't know. I why think I'm it gonna, is. Like I mean, a hand injury, it's not out for that long. Yeah, it's been it out broken. for months. 
Yeah, but th- broken hands, you can come back from those in like a yeah. month, like two months. Yeah, at least it he's wasn't been a out, He's been hand. out since October. It wasn't a shooting hand. Yeah, so I, I think it would be okay. Um, the Blazers have fallen. No, they haven't fallen. They're ninth right now. I just don't see them in the playoffs right now only because like of the injuries they've had. I think they're a bad team. But I think that the Blazers, it's been it's going to be interesting to see how this ends up in the last, like, ten games because they're three and a half games back from the Grizzlies who are actually, like, putting up a good fight, trying to keep that AC alive. Yeah, and they have one of the hardest schedules in the league right yeah, now. Yeah, no, they play the Mavericks tomorrow, and then they play the Hawks again. But, I mean, they ha- they beat I mean they beat some good teams. Like, they beat the Lakers. I'm pretty sure the that the, the top seven seed right now um, on the West, they basically clinched their playoff spots. Uh, because the Grizzlies are eighth and they're seven games away from yeah the no I mean there's no chance of these teams like under the under the Mav under the Grizzlies taking over the Mavericks or the Thunder but it's gonna be interesting to see who gets that eighth spot seed. yeah it could be the Blazers it could be the Kings could be the Spurs could be the Pelicans you don't know it's gonna be it could be one of those oh uh, the Pelicans again are starting to play really well with Zion I think he's still getting used to the league but he's playing well I want to get into Zion by himself uh at, nearing the end of the podcast. Uh, right now, the Pelicans are twenty six and thirty six. The Spurs are twenty six and thirty four. The Kings are twenty seven and thirty four, and the Trailblazers are twenty eight and thirty five. I think that because of the injuries the Blazers have, uh, and due to Damian Lillard's, you know, he's not going to be able to say what time is it in the playoffs. He's not going to be in the playoffs, in my opinion. Right now, they are. I mean, they're very injured, so I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. If they yeah, in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make it, but. I, my vote, I really want the Pelicans to be in the playoffs. I just want them to get a little bit of experience because I get it. would be great for really, basketball with them. In the yeah, playoffs. I would I love to see I don't, know if, I don't know if they'll make it, but it will be great for basketball if they're in the playoffs. It will. Uh, the Spurs, no one really talks about them. No one really talks about the Kings. The Spurs are just kind of fundamental basketball. You know, uh, I think the last game they had Tim Duncan replace head coach as head coach. Cause yeah, because he had family, yeah. family thing. Will, so and they, and they nice. won the game, too. Yeah, so who knows? Tim Duncan, head coach of a new team? I mean, I would, he wouldn't be the first Popovich Maybe. assistant to be a head coach Maybe. for a team. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I, I really, I actually kind of like the Spurs. I don't, I don't love them. I think that they're kind of boring to watch. Of they course, are, everybody they're, says they're that. But they're, they're a solid team, and I think they have a lot of, like, okay pieces. And Pop's done an okay job with them this year. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, which would be, like, the first time in a long time. But it'll be interesting to see how they what they do this offseason if yeah. they trade. DeMar DeRozan just put the whole team up if they try to push and get guys. So I, I know we talked about the Pelicans a lot, uh, but I want to talk about Zion specifically uh, before we wrap up the podcast, and it's going to be the last thing we talk about. Uh, Zion is going crazy, averaging 24 points, uh, shooting almost 60% from the field. He's averaging 58% from the field. Yeah. Uh, seven rebounds and two assists. I don't want, like, wow. <laughs> I don't think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. I think, actually, I think he could. I, I really think he, no, okay, he should no, win Rookie of the Year. No, he should I know John no, Moran has been reached, uh, has, like, changed the Grizzlies. No, the but, manner. like, it's the amount of games played, too. Because, like, yes, if you think yes. about it, rookies hit a wall with, like, because they're so used you're to saying, playing. you're saying if rookies Zion. Rookies are used to playing, well, they played one year college. They played, like, 30 games in high school max. Yeah. They Then they played in college. It was, like, 35 games max. Yeah. So the NBA season is 82 games. If Jaw plays, how many games has he played so far this year? Let me see. Jaw Morant has played almost all the games for this team this year. And it's like that's, that rookie wall is something that like Zion's not going to have to face because he hasn't even played enough games to do that. Right, but I think he can face it. I mean, he's still, he still played a lot of games when he came back. He's no, played. but he's been injured the whole season, so it's like – you're right. Well, we came the back from injury strong. Done this marathon and he's been really consistent through the whole thing. I feel like I gotta give it to him. Over you know the, I mean? over, yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. Jaw has proven himself in the NBA and he's proven that he can lead a team in his rookie year. Uh, Zion hasn't really gotten that chance to prove it because he hasn't played many games. 
but for what he's shown right now, he's scored in the last eight games. 21, 25, 35, 24, 29, 28, 25, 32, 31. That was probably more than eight. I wasn't really counting. Averaging, again, I already said his stats. And what he's been doing for the Pelicans, if they make the playoffs, if he gets that experience, I think, in my opinion, okay, in your opinion too, Zion's a better player than Ja. Of course, yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, but uh, the only reason Ja might, he's going to win, Ja's going to win it over him is because Zion's not eligible, I don't think. And, but if he is eligible, I think Zion got it. I think, I he, think Zion he should be, get Zion it. is eligible for it. I think he could get it, but I don't think I don't think I don't think he should. I think I don't think he should. So you're saying Josh should get it? Yes, I am saying Josh. Okay. Unless unless Zion unless Jaw falls off and he's averaging 17, shooting 50 percent from the field right now, 35 from three, seven assists, three and a half rebounds a game. If Jaw drops to like 16 and mm-hmm. like six, mm-hmm. and Zion averages like 22 plus, maybe yeah, I give it to him. But I do think that it's gonna take a lot. Of Jaw like playing bad. Don't get me wrong. For me to give him rookie I, I of the love year. I love what Jaw's done with the with the league and I love what he's done with his team. Uh but we're talking about rookie of the year, individual player. Uh then yeah, I'll give it to Zion off stats and how he's playing. But if we're talking about leadership roles and 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 team success, then yeah, Josh should get rookie. I think if the Pelicans somehow make the playoffs over the Grizzlies, oh, Zion I'll give it, it to him. I'll yeah, give it Zion to him. Got back. Yeah. But uh, if, if the if the Grizzlies make the playoffs, then I'm giving it to Jaw. Uh, okay, uh, to wrap up the podcast, uh, thank you for tuning in to the tip-off. Uh, again, we're brought to you by com. Check out Down to the Wire by Varun Shakur. It's a really great podcast talking about sports just like us. Uh, yeah, and check out Subway and the Great Falls Plaza. They have amazing sandwiches, including Subway sliders that I love. Uh, try, um, of course, of course, and mix and match variety of options all at Subway. And tune in to next week where we have two podcasts and another Keeping Up With NBA podcast. If you like the segment, please tell us. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you.